Thank you, Jesus, for this series. I am praying that you will breathe upon the same. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you all to this particular series. Welcome to Women in Revival. Again, I am doing this recording out of the recordings that I've been engaged in. I am in a season of recording for now. And there is a particular series that I'm recording, which I pray it will be a blessing to as many that access it when it comes out. I'm looking at wives of the Bible. But in the midst of that recording, I am deviating to do this quick recording. And what I want to touch on on this series is a particular issue that has been on my heart to look at a long time ago. And I was not able to do so. I don't know, maybe it was last year I put it down as a topic I wanted to look at for my afternoon meditation. But I wasn't able to do that. But as the Lord will have it, one of the things this particular lockdown has done for me is given me that opportunity to indeed sit during the afternoon to meditate on this particular topic that has um, attracted my attention for a while and which is stay at home women of the bible i've been looking at various women of the bible and their life has been a challenge for me like i said i love studying bible characters so i, I have been looking at these various women who had the opportunity to stay at home maybe as a work from home mom or as a full-time housewife what can i gain from the life of these women and it's been a blessing and it is out of this story that i want to share with you what i'll be sharing with you in this particular series i want us to look at the life of one of the women i've been looking at which is esther and i'm tagging this particular series my home a banqueting place for the king as i was going through the person of esther this was all i could conclude that my home is a banqueting place for the king again this is just an impromptu series so please permit all mistakes but what matters is that the lord speak to your heart amen so today i want us to go to preparation to go to the king preparation to go to the king many of us we are on lockdown isn't it we've not been able to go out the way we used to go out some people are finding it difficult well for me it's not actually a big deal to be honest with you like one of my children was saying that well this is what we do actually for us as a family because we do we are not we are always home most time anyway we do go out maybe for activities and things like that you know but the lockdown is not it's not a challenge in that way yet it has been a blessing even to us so today i want us to look at preparation to go to the king as i looked at the person of esther you know at a time when a generation was so to say under a great pandemic also her people were to be annihilated and you know she lived in the palace and she knew not the decree that had been written against her people but when she knew the weight of what was happening Esther turned her home, that same home where she was, she kind of not have a touch with the community, so to say, if not for Mordecai who brought her news regarding what is happening in the society. But the moment Esther knew, you know what? Esther began to use her home as a place to engage the king. Now for Esther, it was King Ahasuerus. 
but for me, I am seeing a greater than Ahasuerus and a divine privilege to use my very home to entertain the King of Kings, to call a banquet for the Most High God. I am highly honored. So today, let us look at the preparation to go to the King. And we read Esther chapter 5, maybe verse 1 to 4. Now, it's not an in-depth study. I just want to share my thought with you. So please permit me to be free. And now I read. And I'm reading from the King James. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house. And the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house over against the gate of the house. And it was so when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court that she obtained favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and tore the top of the scepter. Then said the king unto her, What will thou, Queen Esther, and what is thy request? It shall be given, even given thee, to the half of the kingdom. And Esther answered, If it seem good unto the king, let the king and Haman come this day unto the banquet that I have prepared for him. Amen. So as I... As I'm reading these four verses, I don't know what is coming to your heart as I'm looking at this series, My Home, a Banqueting Place for the King, and particularly as we are discussing preparation to go to the king. For me, the first thing I'm saying is that Esther put on a royal apparel in order to approach the king. She followed protocol, isn't it? And she went in even to King Ahasuerus who was sitting on his royal throne in the royal house. He was sitting over against the house. And what I am seeing this to be is this. We were all born with the Adamic life. With the way we were naturally born, we cannot appreciate the king of kings. There is the need for us to put on the royal robe. And this royal robe was purchased for me through Christ's death at Calvary. If not for Christ's death, I would have had no royal robe in entering even the, 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 the holies of holies. And what is coming to my heart is this, that yes, there was an initial stage where we enter into the king, where we become born again, we become part of the family of God. That initial stage must be there when we become born again. And that is how I'm saying this. It may not be that for you, but that is how I'm saying it. There is the initial stage of entering into God. Because in Adam, we all came out of God. We were like fish outside the ocean. But in Christ Jesus, entrance was given to us to enter into the royal palace, to meet God sitting on his royal throne. We would have been slain if we, if we had come in our natural way. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. And you know verse 2 says, Esther obtained mercy. She obtained favor in the king's sight. And I believe that is saying to me that that was what Jesus did for me. Through Christ's death at Calvary, when I now come to profess the death of Jesus, when I come to accept him into my life, now that I am accepted in the beloved, it is favor that I found in God's sight. God held out his scepter of mercy or favor to me through the death of his son at Calvary. You know, I was sharing with my husband something that was of a great blessing to me earlier today. I was telling him a video a year um, disciple sent to me. 
um, of this church, um, All Souls Church in Laham Place or so. You know, their Easter Sunday service. And it was such a, a, a blessing. I've never seen it that way. Why the man was explaining about um, the, the clothes after Jesus' resurrection and things like that. You know, and anyway, at the end, how that rope shows that the sacrifice of Christ was acceptable. And you know, if not for Christ's death, entrance to God would have been denied. So God stretched out to us his golden scepter through Christ's death at Calvary. So I am saying, if I am going to be entertaining the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords in my house, this house first being my life, and in my physical home, in my house, Honestly, there is the need for me to first enter into God, to first approach Him, to become one of His beloved. And I cannot be grateful to the Lord enough for the death of Christ that attained this for me. And I am hoping that you also, as you are joining me on this series, that you have also entered into the holies of holies, that you have gained access through Christ's death in entering the royal throne. It's not about going to church. It's not about the denomination you belong to. For many of us now, there has been no church for weeks now. Yet, that must not be a reason why we cannot dine and wine with the king of the universe. He wants to have banquet with you in your very house. But the entrance to this invitation to the king of the universe to come and banquet with you in your house is that you need to open the door of your heart to him. You want to put on the royal robe of Christ's righteousness and this is attained in Christ's death and Christ's death alone. Amen. Father, thank you so much for this great living. I'm so excited. Thank you for the beauty that is in your word. We can never ever exhaust it. Verses that we've read over and over again, we just come again to it and it opens up in a new dimension. Thank you for the treasure that is in your word. Thank you as you help every listener, not just listen to podcasts. You know, that is never my intention. My intention is not to engage these people and keep them bound to meetings or to podcasts but my desire is that through this podcast they will learn to go and search your word more like the barrier christians thank you jesus amen so i want to welcome you back to this series my home a banqueting place for the king and i'm praying the lord will share the thought that he shared with me even with you also Many of our nations have been under lockdown and you know, many are mourning some, it seems strange and you know, unbearable. And I am seeing God bring a treasure for my own life in the midst of it. And maybe you have been complaining that there is no church service. And this series is to encourage you that actually you can bring in the king of the universe into your home. You can dine with him on a regular basis even in the center of your home. So today, I want to speak to you on inviting the king to my home. Inviting the king of the universe to your home. 
Esther, who is the case study that we are looking at, you know, went out when she knew that there was a decree against her people. Having fasted and prayed, she went into the royal palace and approached the king. She took that responsibility to say, here am I. And I was saying, you also must approach God for the salvation of your soul. You need to be wearing the robe of Christ's righteousness. The scepter of his son's death at Calvary must have been extended to you in order for you to bring him into your home. So now, as we now look today at inviting this king of the universe into your home, let's go and learn from Esther again from the book of Esther, chapter 5, and I'm reading verses 5, 6, 7, 8. So let us read again from the King James I'm reading. Feel free to use whatever translation you have. Then the king said, Cause a man to make haste, that he may do as Esther have said. So the king and Amon came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. And the king said unto Esther at the banquet of wine, What is thy petition? And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? Even to the half of the kingdom it shall be performed. Then answered Esther and said, My petition and my request is, If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Amon come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them. And I will do tomorrow as the king has said. Amen. So we are looking at inviting the king to my home. So Esther having entered boldly to the king and having found favor before the king, instead of being slaughtered, the king extended his scepter to Esther. Now we are seeing Esther engaging the king even in the palace. And the king said, what shall I do to you? So what I am saying now is that having come to give my life to the Lord Jesus, there is a yonder. Having become born again, I want to invite this king of the old world, not only to my heart, but by the reasoning of him dwelling in my heart, I want to entertain him in my home. I want to be hosting him in my home on a regular basis. I want to be having banquet with the king of the universe. So we see Esther here now with King Ahasuerus, having had that audience with the king. The Bible says the king asked her, what is your petition? And what was Esther's petition? Her petition was just to wine and to dine with the king. Her petition was for the king to come to her house to have a banquet. She said, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them. Wow. Now, this was a woman who is facing a great challenge over her people and even over herself. Yet, her approach to the king was not to go and be talking about the enemy before the king. But first, she wanted the king to dine with her, to eat with her in her home. And ladies, that is the secret. You don't want your Christian life to be just about going to church. God wants to wine and dine with you in your living room, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, in wherever he wants to eat with you. So you want to give God that opportunity to constantly dwell in your home as you constantly wear the royal robe of righteousness that cross imputes upon his own. As you constantly work even in the crucified life on a daily basis. Then you open the door for God to always come into your home 
to whine and die. A house where there is chaos, where there is rancor, where there is fight, a house where people watch demonic things, you know, such a house keeps God away from such house. You don't want your home to be such a, a home. You want to give God the privilege and the opportunity to dwell in your home every time, every now and then. Sometimes I say to my children, you know sin keeps God away from a life and from their home. So be careful what you do. So what am I saying? The way you live your life, what you put your hands on, determines if God will honor your invitation. And it is my prayer that indeed, just as Esther invited the king to come to a banquet in our house, may you be that type of woman also who on a daily basis host God, wow, on a daily basis having banquet with the king of kings, with the lord of lords. Sometimes when I open the Bible and feast on it, it's amazing. What a great feast one is privilege to be part of. So you invite God to come into banquet with you as you spend time in his word, as you spend time in prayer. There are moments that I just come to the place of prayer. You know, you just find it lovely. You are communing to your father. You are communing to the king of the universe. And sometimes he's sharing his thought with you. And sometimes he's sharing the challenge, all sorts of things with your heart. That is the beauty of inviting this king to come and banquet with you, even in your very house. Walking with God is not just about church. Actually, it's about God dwelling in your heart and dwelling in your home. And it is my prayer that just as Esther invited King Ahasuerus and even the enemy of Esther to come, may you not worry yourself so much about the enemy. May you learn to invite the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, to wine and dine, even in your house. Amen. Father, I just thank you so much. I am so, so excited for this series. And I thank you for hearts that you are igniting. I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to welcome you to this series again, My Home, a Banqueting Place for the King. That is what a Christian home ought to be. It ought to be a place where the King of the universe have access to every time where he can come and wine and dine, even with his home in that hour. If you've missed any of this series, go back to our website, www okofrighteousness.co.uk Actually, you can pull out this series to discuss with your family and seek various ideas that might come up from your children, from every member of your family, how you can continually even wine and dine with the king of the universe there in your home, particularly in this season of a great lockdown across the nations. Like I said, this series came out of my afternoon meditation and it has been a blessing to me and I just decided to pull out one of the women that I have been looking at as I was looking at stay at home women of the Bible. And I think for me, there can be no better time for me to look at such women, particularly at this time where we are all locked in, in our various home. What can I make of this season? 
of my life, particularly this time that is of a kind across the globe. And I'm praying also that you will make the best out of this time. Today, I want us to look at engaging the king in my home. Engaging the king in your home. Many of our homes, we've invested it so much in engaging our enemies. We've invested it so much in engaging each other's mistake, each other's weaknesses. But how amazing and how lovely it is if we are engaging God, if we are engaging God in our various homes as we take the weaknesses of members of our family to this God that we are whining and dining with. What a great testimony will be coming out even in our lives, you know. I am just trying to reflect back of many issues that I've discussed with this king when we come to dine and wine together. I am thinking of some of my prayer journals, you know, some things that I've written there concerning my children, my husband, that I've rubbed off. Why? Because this king of the universe has dealt with those things. Behavior, characters, you know, issues, habits that I'm seeing God walking through. I don't have to be struggling with my children, with my husband. I just need to keep communing, you know, dining, whining with this king of the universe. And many of my personal issues are resolved as we wine and dine together. So let us look at engaging the king in your home. I'm reading Esther chapter 7 verse 1 to 8 and it says, So the king and Haman came to banquet with Esther the queen. Now I want to pause here. Haman was the enemy of the Jews. He drew out a plan to make sure the old Jews in Shushan were eradicated and the paper is, was already sealed and Esther knew about this but instead of being frightened or fret over it instead Esther used that opportunity to engage the king and that is why I'm encouraging you also to engage the king even in your own house first Esther went in to the king in his royal palace and afterwards Esther constantly invited the king into her home to wine and to dine with her in her home and also she brought the enemy in you know psalms 23 talks of the lord prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemy so verse 2 now and the king said again unto esther on the second day at the banquet of wine what is thy petition queen esther and it shall be granted thee and what is thy request it shall be performed even to the half of the kingdom so what am i saying in this verse 2 First, I'm saying that dining and whining with the king in your home must not be a one-off thing. The Bible says the second day. So there was a first day when the king came. Here is another time. So dining with the Lord of Lords must be happening in your home, actually on a daily basis. And we see that as the king whined and dined with Esther, what happened? The king asked Esther, what is your petition? and it will be given to you even up to the half of my kingdom now that was an earthly king how much more now if you take it upon yourself to daily dine with the king of the world even in your home and verse 3 says then esther the queen answered and said if i have found favor in thy sight o king and if it please the king let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request are you seeing how esther was engaging the king in our house an opportunity to dine with god is an opportunity to pour out your heart with him 
it's an opportunity for him to share his thought with you. So Esther engaged the king while the king was banqueting, even with Esther. So Esther said, please, this is my petition, it's about my life. Verse 4, for we are sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be slain, and to perish. But if we had been sold for bondmen and bondwomen, I had heard my tongue. Although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. And I really love this. Are you seeing Esther engaging the king at the banquet in her house? What are you saying? Esther brought a personal issue before the king. And she brought the issue of her people before the king at the banqueting table. And the same thing. As you allow God to eat with you, to drink with you in your house, in the world, in prayer, you can bring your personal issue before him. You can bring your family issue before him and they will be resolved as you both have tate at it. Esther said, look, the matter on ground actually has to do with the king's damage. So that means in whining and dining with the king of the universe, you need to look for matters that are damaging even this king and present it before him and say, God, how can I step into this? Your name is being damaged in this area. How can I step into this? So that means you want to also discuss with the Lord issues that are affecting God. I'm praying the Lord will give you a deeper understanding of these things that I'm talking about. Verse 5. Then the king Ahasuerus answered and said unto Esther the queen, Who is he and where is he that does presume in his heart to do so? Thank God for ability to engage the king, even in one's home. Verse 6 says, And Esther said, The adversary and the enemy is this wicked Amon. Then Amon was suffering before the king and the queen. Are you saying, sometimes we so much elaborate the enemy that we believe to God. Therefore, Esther, she was constantly engaging the king. She was inviting the king to a banquet. And when the king finally settled into Esther's home. Esther was able to now bring the matter of the enemy of the enemy before the king. And the king was ready to help Esther. For in verse 7, the Bible says, And the king arising from the banquet of wine in his throat went into the palace garden, and Haman stood up to make request for his life to Esther the queen, for he saw that there was evil determined against him by the king. Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman was falling upon the bed whereon Esther was. Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in the house? As the word went out of king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Wow! What a privilege that your home is God's abode. Your home is a place where God comes to eat praises on a daily basis. That your home is a place where worship is rendered unto the Lord. That your home is a place where the enemy is not engaged and talked about so much. That your home is a place where God is enthroned as the all-sufficient God. I will begin to see him and do many of our enemies. Esther engaged the king in her home and not the enemy in her home. Some of you, you are engaging misconduct in your children. And two wrongs, they say, don't make it right. 
some of you you are in struggle with your husband yes the things you are seeing are not correct but there is a rancor there is shouting there is fighting in your home a christian home which ought not to be when you can be like esther who learned to engage the king who learned to invite the king into her home that she might discuss a personal issue and that of every member of her household with the king as they wine and as they dine at the table. I am praying that you will find your personal time with the Lord more enjoyable. You have the privilege to sit down and the Lord prepare a sermon for you as you study, as you read scriptures, as you read the writings of men who are working with God. And I am praying that you will not trivialize the grace privilege that God is giving you now, particularly in this season, to engage in the more, even right here in your home. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this series. We are so, so grateful, Lord. Even at a time like this, when the enemy, like um, a cartoon I saw, that um, the enemy seems to be rejoicing that, yes, have locked down the church, not knowing that actually the church is not the building. We are the individual church. And, you know, the, the cartoon, there was kind of the devil and God, and the devil was mocking that I've shut down the churches. And you will say to the devil, actually, you haven't. I have just opened a church in every home. And that is actually what you want it to be. The strength of a local church, the strength of the universal church, depends on individual church, on our homes. Church is meant to begin at home. So I am grateful as you help us to use this privilege to build our personal work with you and to build our individual homes in you. Amen. I want to welcome you back to this series, My Home, A Banqueting Place for the King. And I'm praying that you will find it useful, that the Lord will help you to love your time in the Word and your time in prayer, that you find it revitalizing. I can't trade that honest for anything. I don't know how busy my day will be that I will refuse to dine with the King of the universe. Dining with Him, whining with Him, makes the difference honestly so on this series today i want us to look at conquering our enemies conquering your enemy through the king in your home conquering my enemy through the king in my home now last time we saw how esther engaged the king and not the enemy and how the king began to step in for esther we ended in for in esther chapter 7 we stopped at verse 8 when the Bible says they covered Amos' face. Now we are going back to that chapter 7, but this time we we'll read verse 9 and 10, and it reads, And Habona, one of the chamberlains, said before the king, Behold also, the gallows fifty cubits high, which Amos had made for Mordecai, who spoken good for the king, standeth in the house of Amos. Then the king said, Hang him thereon. So they hanged Amos, on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then was the king's wrath pacified. Amen. What a privilege to be an individual, to be a family, 
that banquet, that dine, that wine with the king of the universe. We are seeing here that Esther conquered her enemy and the enemy of her people, not by struggling with the enemy, not by praying, you know, terrible prayers that many of us pray. You know, one of the prayers that is found in the imprecatory Psalms, you know, Psalms like Psalms 35. Some of us, we've struggled so much, even with enemy every now and then. Yet, all God is expecting of us is to invite him to wine and dine with us on a daily basis. So, we are saying now that a man who had written out even the death sentence of the Jews, he himself now was sorted out. Not as Esther engaged this enemy, not as Esther struggled with this enemy, not as Esther combat this enemy, but instead Esther engaged God. You see, some of you, you are in combat with your children. You are in struggle and you are saying, I am going to prove to you that I am the mother in this house. Honestly, that will not win the battle. The battle will be won on your knees. As you dine with God on your knees, as you dine with God in the world, as you hold on to the scriptures over the life of your children, over the life of your husband, Esther engaged the king. She communicated her desire with the king. And what happened? The Bible says in verse 10, they hanged a man on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Wow. Can we trust God to undertake for us in such a way that we don't have to lift a finger? I say yes. What is the way out? You call the Lord onto a banquet in your home on a daily basis. Maybe you've got a conservatory or you've got a study or you've got a small room where you can move into. Take time to engage God on a daily basis in His Word. Start your day in His presence. That's how you have banquet with Him. End your day in His presence. If you have time during the afternoon, spend time with Him. I love spending time with the Lord. Honestly, I love it. It's a privilege. It is a great privilege. As we banquet with Him, we begin to see God resolving terrible issues that we have struggled for years to resolve. We will probably be seeing healing that surpasses our own imagination. The key to life is not to struggle with the enemy. We have a king. We have a God who is our father and he wants to dine with us. He wants to wine with us. He's given us the Bible, the food that people have eaten from past even till now. You know, I love that hymn that says, Holy Word, long preserved for our world in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Let the ancient word impart. The word of God, the Bible, is a meal that God has prepared for humanity. You know, I'm told that Bible means basic instruction before leaving earth. But how many so-called Christians are not delighting themselves in the Bible? God has prepared great, great, sumptuous meal for you in the Bible. And I'm praying that you will take time to wine with God, even as you take time to study the word. I am praying that you will take time to seek God in the place of prayer, to commune with the Lord and not with the enemy. And as you do that, 
may you begin to see God step into your situation, step into circumstances on your behalf. Amen. Father, we thank you so much. Wow, just like that, Lord, we've come to the end of this series. Thank you, Lord, for dropping this in my heart to share with my sisters who are listening to this series from different parts of the world. I am praying that you will indeed challenge their hearts to begin to host you in their homes. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this series my home a banqueting place for the king now today is the last day of this series it's an impromptu series like i said but i just felt the need to share this thought with you particularly in this time where many of our nations are under lockdown that we can actually use this time as an opportunity to engage god as an opportunity to know god more honestly this is not the time to be moving from meetings to meetings this is not the time to be looking for many podcasts to listen to. This is I'm not saying don't listen to podcasts, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go to meeting. But if what is sustaining you is what people are preaching or what people are not preaching, then you will have trouble when preaching is no longer there. When God has provided you with his holy writ, to sit with and to devour the same in your heart. I'm praying the Lord will help you. In as much as we may miss church, but can you use this opportunity to know God beyond what you have known of Him? So as I'm rounding this series today, I want us to look at setting the pace through the King in your home. Setting the pace through the King in your home. You know, last time we saw that Esther conquered the enemy through the King in her home, not through whining. Not through struggling, not through murmuring, not through complaining, but through the king whom she was dining with, whom she was having banquet with. Now, we'll go again to Esther chapter 8, and I'm not going to be long in today's series at all. And if you get to Esther chapter 8, I will read from verse 1. I won't read everything, just a few verses. And it says, On that day, did King Ahasuerus gave the house of Aman the Jews' enemy unto Esther the queen, and Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what she was unto her. Are you saying, Esther having had several banquets with the king, are you saying, she now began to introduce her uncle to the king also. And that is it. That is how you set the pace. As you are banqueting with the king, you now begin to bring in your children. Bring in your husband. Have a one-on-one time with your children. It may be two minutes spent in the world. Begin to create family time of banqueting, of introducing them to how to wine and dine with the king. Now in verse 2, the Bible says, And the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it unto Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. Are you saying, Esther was setting the play pace. She introduced Mordecai to the king, and now you are seeing the king now setting 
Emma's ring on Mordecai. Thank God for an Esther that knew how to offer banquet to the king. And I'm praying also that God will make you that woman who will know how to engage God so that you also can begin to be a woman that will be setting the pace for your children's life, for your husband's life, for your community, for our nation and our generation. Now, in verse 3, the Bible says, Esther spoke again before the king. She fell down at her feet and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Amar the Agagite and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Are you saying? So even though Amar was already dead, but the decree of Amar was still valid upon the Jews. So again, in Esther bringing in the king, what is happening? Esther, Esther brought a petition before the king to say that which Agar wrote is still valid. We need to find something to do to him. Can God begin to raise solution for even the matter that is confronting us in our generation, the pandemic, as God finds us as a people that are whining and dining before him, that are bringing the issues of the universe even before him. And now in verse 4, the Bible says, The king held out the golden scepter, are you saying again, toward Esther? So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it please the king, and if I have find favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letter devised by Haman, the son of Amadeta, the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come unto my people, or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Verse 7. Then the king Ahasuerus said unto Esther the queen, and to Mordecai the Jews. You see, Esther having introduced Mordecai to the king. What are you saying? The king was communing with Esther. The king was communing with, the, with Mordecai. Says, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Amon. And him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hand upon the Jews. Write ye also for the Jews, as it liketh you, in the king's name, and seal it with the king's ring. For the writing which is written in the king's name, and sealed with the king's ring, may no man reverse. Wow! By the time you finish reading this chapter 9, you will see the damage that the Jews did to their enemies. Why? Because one woman learned not to allow her emotion to take over her. Because one woman learned to approach the king even in his royal throne. And the rest became history. And it is my prayer that you also will learn to approach the king of the universe. You know, at his throne. Christ's death at Calvary paved the way for us to access God. You know, the scripture says, in Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 4, and it says, He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Wow. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. As you invite the king of the universe to dine and to wine with you, count it a great privilege. 
And as you do so, you begin to see his banner indeed over you. As we saw in the case of Esther, Mordecai, and King Ahasuerus, Esther began to saw the king's love over her, the king's banner over her, and her people as love. You will not fully experience the love of God if you have refused to banquet with him, to take time out with him. You will get to know him. You know, there's this scripture in 2 Corinthians 3, 18. That's as we behold in unveiled face, as we come real before the Lord, as we engage him at the banqueting hall, then we begin to know him more and more. We begin to understand him more and more. We begin to see his love more and more. I am praying that you will use this privilege to continue to engage the king, even in your home. May your home indeed be a banqueting place for the king to wine with you and you begin to introduce those in your household as to how they also can wine with the king of the universe. Amen.